In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just got fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real I'm here in Uvalde, Texas, at Robb Elementary School, the site of the mass shooting where 19 children and two teachers died. Normally, I try to bring awareness in a humorous way, but tonight, I'm speaking at the local city council meeting to expose the lack of response time from the police force. 372 officers waited 77 minutes to go in and stop Salvador Ramos. I'm here to bring attention to that so that nothing like this happens in the future and we have police that are more courageous. Thank you, Council. My name is Alex Stein, and uh, a lot of times I speak at a lot of city council meetings, and usually I like to use my platform to make people laugh, to expose a lot of the leadership problems that we have. But here today, there's nothing funny. When I drive into your city, there's a stain on this city that will never be lifted, ever. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how reactive you are. It's your lack of proactive results. We have Principal Gutierrez, who was fired, that knew of security issues. Knew of it. The principal knew of security issues. And now 21 people are dead, 19 students. So you can say, oh, well, it's not, it's the lack of police force. Well, really, let me go, Chip. Let me use my three minutes. Listen, I understand you're not the school district, but this is your city. Are you the leader of this city, Chip? Do you lead this city? You're telling me the city council is not the leaders of this city? Is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're trying to tell me, Chip? So you guys don't consider yourself leaders? See, that's why. It's because you don't consider yourself a leader. You don't take responsibility for your action. That's why you sit there, and that's why you are a direct reflection of these cops. They were cowards. It took them 77 minutes, and you're a coward. You sit there like a coward trying to...
combat what I'm saying. I'm bringing awareness to your city. You still had the audacity after 21 people died. Chief Arredondo, you swore him in. I don't care that he resigned. You swore him in. You do two meetings a month. Mayor McLaughlin, that's 24 meetings a year. Can't even show up. I don't care where he's at. He should be here digitally. I don't see a screen with his face. This is 2022. We just had a pandemic. People can be at a meeting digitally and remotely. But Uvalde, you can't figure it out. Because you can't protect your 21 kids and you can't run a meeting digitally. Because you know why? He doth protest too much. You know you're guilty and you feel guilty. And that's why you're yelling. That's why you're combating me. And that's why I'm here to expose you guys. Because we've got to hold our leadership responsible for 21 people being dead. Do you realize that? Do you know how many people? I think we all know and we're all very frustrated with what happened. I know you did not pull the trigger, but it doesn't matter. There is a set of circumstances that... A domino effect happened. One domino set off stuff that a kid was able to get through an unlocked door and shoot 21 people. That's pathetic. That's disgusting. And now this is the biggest story in the entire world. And guess what? They're going to take away, they're trying to take away the guns from 350 million people because a school couldn't lock a back door, basically. And because of the response time was so disgusting, 77 minutes. I have these pictures. This is not Uvalde. I want you guys to show you this. This is somebody doing hand sanitizer. He's more worried about protecting himself from COVID than protecting the 19 children that were bleeding to death. This is a cop on his phone smiling. There's nothing funny about 19 children bleeding to death on their cell phone saying, I want my mom. And then when their mom tried to run in, what did they do? They stopped the parents from coming in the school. That's pathetic. That's disgusting. You guys should all be ashamed of yourselves. And I'm going to expose this. And I know, with, let me just say my last point. I know the investigation will come out and you guys will probably not get in trouble because it's not necessarily your fault. But you guys as leaders should take responsibility for this in order to be proactive instead of reactive so no more children have to die. Because right after the fact, you didn't let go of Arredondo. If another school shooting would have happened, he still would have been in charge. Think about that. Thank you, Thank you guys. Oh, and if any parents want to meet me and get any, you know, you want any attention, please contact me after the meeting. I'm Alex Stein. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we need more people like Alex Stein, who is completely unafraid of the consequences that unfortunately befall onto each and every one of us who decide to do a number of things. One, have courage. Two, have the, uh, the ability to stand up there and say it like it is, unscripted, from your gut, telling the truth, and calling people out for when they're wrong, and calling them what they are for what they do. And that one city council member just sat there with a smirk on his face the entire time. And that is what got Alex Stein to get so heated, was that smirk that that city councilman had on his face. Now, you might be wondering who Alex Stein is. He was the guy that was going, hey, uh, AOC with your big booty, your big booty AOC. He's the one who goes to all these uh, city council meetings and like pretends he's uh, you know, a left-wing lunatic just to show you how crazy they really are. 
He's been really bringing a lot of awareness to the crazy in the world with his own way of doing it, his own sense of humor. But today, or but that day, he was not, it was not about a sense of humor. It was about reality. And he's absolutely right. It's not necessarily the fault of the city council that that happened, but it is the fault of the city council for not standing up and being leaders and pointing fingers like everybody's doing down there in Uvalde. Everybody's pointing fingers. I'm talking to Thomas Hamaker and his friends right there in Uvalde. They're letting me know. There's a lot of finger pointing going on. Nobody wants to take any responsibility. Are you a leader of this city? No. So you're meaning to tell me that you're not a leader as a city council? That's the problem. You're afraid to take leadership. You're afraid to say the buck stops here. That is exactly what we need. And because of that, in the aftermath of the, uh, the failed uh, leadership at the school and the failed leadership at the city council and everybody pointing their fingers at everybody else, we now have 350 million Americans who are at risk of losing their right to own a firearm given to them by God, not by government, because this was allowed to happen and the, and, and the system failed. And then afterwards, we start finding out a lot of nefarious action happened and there's nobody willing to stand up and take ownership of this. That is why that was impressive. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you very much for joining in. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and I'm broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Thank you very much for allowing me to do this job for you. I'll ask you one time at the beginning of this video to not just share once, not just share twice, but share with as many people as your little fingers will allow you to share to the Rumble link, the Getter link. Those of you who are watching on Roku and those of you who are watching on Firestick, thank you. Today's show is titled uh, something very serious, and I'm not playing games today. I'm fired up. From Ultra MAGA to Dark MAGA, and it's time for war. From Ultra MAGA to Dark MAGA, and it's time for war. Before we get into the, uh, the verse of the day, I want to show you some... Uh, some gifts that we've received lately. I haven't done this in a while, and I apologize. Amanda Collins, God bless you, girl. Not only are you a loyal, dedicated person to the show who shares this show more than anybody that I've ever seen in my life, thank you for your gifts. Look at this, my hallway, the infamous hallway that has all of your previous gifts on here. Of course, the, uh, the cross laid out like it is behind me. There's me, the fat little teddy bear. And, of course, all the places that you can see. This is a beautiful, beautiful gift from Amanda Collins. Thank you very much, girl. We love you here. And my wife and I appreciate you very much. Also, from Wanda Townsend, she sent me this old American 45-style record, man. Really awesome. Oscar Brand narrates today's songs of patriotism. This is a very, very, very old album. I'm looking for a date on it, but there's not one on there. Looks like 1976. Very old album. She also sent a, uh, a poster, a letter, and, uh, and uh, I read that. So thank you very much. Beth Miller, thank you very much for the donation and the letter. Uh, Sandra Hauser, thank you for the donation. And, of course, as always, Jim and Barbara Peters, thank you very much for your love and your dedication to this show. Some of these people spend the entire show sharing it out to different platforms. That's dedication. I want to read a couple letters here if I could. A few weeks ago, this is from Beth Miller. You were talking about funds being low. I said a quick little prayer to, to, uh, um, um, to please let me sell one of my Etsy items and I would send half of it to you for a donation. First thing in the morning, I sold an item. It wasn't a big priced item, but God had presented this to me to share with you. 
I hadn't sold an item in two weeks, so I know God heard this one. Wow. I hadn't told anyone else, but thought it was amazing. You can share if you like. Keep up the good work. We love you. Sincerely, Beth Miller. I love you too, Beth. And I want to thank you very much for sending the little bit that you did get from your Etsy sale. You have no idea how much we it helps us and it keeps us going, especially as we're trying to grow. It's incredible. Dear Jeremy, Sabrina, and family, I have been following LFA since you were on Facebook, fake book actually, they wrote. I wanted to first thank you for leading me back to God as well as, have, uh, as, well as you have many others. Second, please don't change a thing about yourself or your show. You are a good person and God shines within your soul and your wife and your family. I have noticed some comments regarding the Lord's pr- prayer. Please don't change that. It's good and perfect and I have memorized it. Lastly, because I could go on and on forever, Uh, all that is good about you and your family and your show. I have a gift for you. I found this record. That was the record I just showed you in a bundle of old records. And my first thought was, I bet Jeremy would appreciate this in his studio. You're correct. Please use this where needed. Slush fund, uh, Eli, I love his name, fighting for our children or even divide it up uh, where you you can. Sorry, at the time I uh, had extra money, I really wanted to send it. I am really sorry that I could only send this much. For one... For one, just the love and dedication to the show is enough. God will provide where God provides. He provides the Rumble Rants. Uh, thank you, Roxanne. Roxanne donated five days at her Florida home for me and, and Sabrina and my family. Uh, Don Hawley, thank you very much. Donated $20 to the trip down there. Uh, Mocha Powered, $40. God bless you. Uh, L.A. Jones, too, donated $20 to the trip. And... Uh, um, Mocha Powered as well, donated $40. You guys are all great. God will provide, and we never worry about anything. God always provides, and you guys are wonderful people, and I thank you so very much. Let's go to the Lord today, folks. There's a reason why I titled today's show, From Dark uh, Ultra Maga to Dark Maga, It's Time for War. We are soldiers in training, folks. I say it every day. You're a soldier of God. You're a child of God. You wear the armor of God. We are soldiers in training, and the Bible tells us so. But before we get into that, I want to read you the beginning part of the newsletter. I'm so excited about LFA TV all day broadcasting coming in September. We are going to revolutionize how people watch and get their news and it will be cancel culture free. I told them all, all the hosts that are coming on, that they have the LFA family to thank for everything because of your tenacity and your financial support to this show. And because when everyone censored us, You guys helped build our foundation and got us here. So let's give all glory to God for this opportunity. And from now on, I'm going to do a better job with my explanation of these verses every morning, giving you the context, who said it, and what they were referring to in those times. And as we move further into the end of this year, I'll be doing another pre-recorded morning show a couple times a week called Rise Up on Locals and Rumble, where we break down the verses together on video. Verse of the day today comes from 2 Timothy 2, 3 through 7. For those who do follow along in their Bibles, go to the back of the Bible. 2 Timothy 2, 3 through 7. Now this is from Paul writing to to, to Timothy who he mentored. Endure suffering along with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life, 
for when they cannot please the officer for then they cannot please the officer who enlisted them and athletes cannot win the prize unless they follow the rules and hard-working farmers should be the first to enjoy the fruit of their labor think about what i am saying the lord will help you understand all these things now as timothy preached and taught he would face suffering but he should be able to endure it. Paul used comparisons with soldiers, athletes, and farmers who must discipline themselves and be willing to sacrifice to achieve the results that to achieve the results that they wanted. Like soldiers, we have to give up worldly security and endure rigorous discipline. Like athletes, we must train hard and follow the rules. Like farmers, we must work extremely hard and be patient. Remember that, folks. But we keep going despite the suffering because of the thought of victory, the vision of winning, and the hope of harvest. We will see that our suffering is worthwhile when we achieve our goal of glorifying God, winning people to Christ, and one day living in eternal life with him in jesus name we pray amen folks we are soldiers of god we are fighting hard we will be patient we are the ones seeking truth we are the ones fighting for truth god gave us promises what more do you need to not be discouraged what more do you need to have hope what more do you need to go on day after day after day in the understanding that we will get this country back Look at T. Wild, donated $500. It's my birthday, and I'd rather give than receive. Barb says for the Harrell family trip to Florida and donated. Together, folks, we're lifting each other up. Together, folks, we are lifting each other up, and we will sing a happy birthday after this prayer to T. Wild. Amen? Folks, please remove your hats. Let's get to the, let's get to the meat and potatoes of all of this, which is God. None of this is possible. I'm not here without him. You're not here without him. The truth isn't here without him. LFA isn't here without him. LFA TV darn sure isn't here without him. Your very breath is not here without him. So let's give that glory to God. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen Folks, you know when you see those inspirational videos? You know when you had a football coach or a basketball coach tell you to just keep moving, keep pushing on? You ever see the Rocky movies where he says life is going to beat you harder than anybody, but it's not about how hard you can get hit, it's about or how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward? All of those come from the Bible. Rocky did not tell you that. Jesus did. Your football coach did not tell you that. Jesus did. So go to the source when you need hope. Go to the source when you need to fight. Go to the source when you need stamina. Go to the source when you need knowledge. Not me or anyone else. Go to the B-I-B-L-E. Amen?
All right, let's get to this, folks. First and foremost section of the day, lift those cups up high and let's get that coffee in our system, okay? I'll ask that you all, even if you're watching Getter, please just stop for a second, go over to Rumble, grab the link and share that out to your direct messenger, not your pages. Your pages, nobody cares because they all lock them down. You've got to share it to direct people, okay? Here we go. The Department of Justice will be doing the January 6th unselect committee's bidding and doing exactly what Adam Schiff told them to do on TV the other day, which was go after and investigate President Donald J. Trump. Little Merrick Garden Gnome Garland and his illegitimate, and let me say this to your face, you little dork, your illegitimate dweeby little DOJ. You have no authority there. You're not even placed there legitimately. You're placed there illegally. You know damn well that your boss did not win the election. You all know that you're there illegally. You all know you cheated to get there, and nobody gives a rat's you-know-what what what your little dweeby face has to say. You dork. I cannot stand Merrick Garden Gnome Garland and all of his illegitimacy and all of his unconstitutionalities and all of his unpatriotism and all of his un-Americanism. I can't stand illegitimacy. I can't stand cheaters. I can't stand liars. I can't stand dweebs. And I can't stand people who think that their power or their, their authority, uh, be, being in that seat, gives them more power than we the people. So that's my personal opinion on this little loser, Merrick Gar- Garden Gnome Garland. But the Justice Department is opening up an investigation into, de- into Donald J. Trump. They're not opening up an investigation in a Hunter Biden in all of his crack smoking, are they? No, 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 no. They're not opening up an investigation into Joe Biden in all of his illegitimacy and all of his dealings with the CCP and Ukraine and everybody else, are they? Nope, 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 nope. They're not opening up an, uh, an investigation into Tony the Ratface Fauci for all the funding the NIH did with the Wuhan lab and creating coronavirus and releasing it across the world, are they? Nope, 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 nope. But they will be opening up an investigation into Donald J. Trump for him saying, go protest peacefully and then go home. They will be opening up an investigation into your president because of the fact that he offered thousands of National Guard's troops, but Nancy Pelosi turned them down. Now they will, this will backfire. But ladies and gentlemen, I don't think that their goal here is to actually prosecute Donald J. Trump and put him in prison. I, I would, I, they, they would love that, but I don't think that's their goal here. I think their goal here is to keep him wrapped up in investigations so he has to constantly, constantly, constantly fight off ankle-biting little scumbags so that he can't do his job. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if these lefties stopped focusing on Trump for five seconds and did their damn job? Excuse my language. Can you imagine for one second that that was, the, that was our reality? These losers are focused so badly on hurting Donald Trump that they're actually destroying this country. And they don't even care. And they don't even care. The illegitimate... Why don't you send your little loser FBI agents over here to talk to me about me saying that? Because I'll say it until the day that you execute me. Justice Department is reportedly investigating President Donald J. Trump's actions following the 2020 election as part of a criminal probe into the January 6th sting. 
Prosecutors in front of a grand jury are asking former White House staffers, including top aides, to former Vice President Mike Judas Pence about conversations with Trump, his legal team, and his inner circle, about reports that the allies of the former president attempted to create alternate electors for the states won by President Joe Biden, according to the Washington Post. First of all, WAPO, let me, let me, uh, let me fix a, little, a couple of the words that you put into that post. It's resident Joe Biden and current president Donald J. Trump. Don't forget that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, do we feel sorry for President Trump that he's got to go through this? Yes. Are they going to find anything on him? No. Is this going to be the end of Donald J. Trump? No. Are the walls closing in on Donald J. Trump? No. Do I feel bad that he's got to go through this? Yes. But Donald J. Trump, if anybody knows what he's going through, if anybody knows what he's going through and what he's about to go through and what he's going to go through in the future, if anybody knows what he's going to be fighting. If anybody knows the outcome, it is Donald Trump. Not you, not me, and not anybody else. And sure as heck not that loser blowhard Sean Hannity on Fox News. Trump knows. Trump knows what he's getting into. Trump knows what he's getting into. So I don't think Trump needs our pity. I don't think Trump needs us feeling sorry for him. I think Trump needs our prayers and I think he needs you to suit up today. Suit up in the armor of God today. It is time for war. You scumbags want to steal the election and then try to put the guy in prison that you stole it from so that he doesn't come back and put you all in prison for all your crimes? We don't think so. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. I dare you. I dare you, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland. I dare you, Joey Applesauce. I dare you, cackling jackal Kamala Harris, to put Donald J. Trump in prison. I dare you. You want to see 1776 all over again? I dare you. How about that? That's not a threat. That's telling you what I think Americans will do based on what they've done before in the past. That's my personal opinion on what the American people will do based on what they've done in the past in the face of tyranny. We will fight tyranny, and we will fight all enemies, foreign and domestic, and that means you, you illegitimate scumbags occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. You think we're just going to let you do this? You're out of your mind. You're stupider than I thought. If you think that we, the American people, are going to sit back, twiddle our thumbs, and watch you screw this country up even more by locking up President Donald J. Trump, you've already locked up his supporters, which you're going to pay for. You're going to pay ultimately if you keep this charade going. And that is the first and foremost section for the day. Take it how you want it. I don't give a you-know-what. Take it as a threat, take it as disrespect, take it as truth, take it as whatever you want to take it. I said it. Say something about it. Try it and see what happens. Moving on to more morons and more people who are going to just put their foot in their mouth and walk into their own traps, fall in their own pits. A radical LGBTQ pedo activist, loser. I'm so sick of these people, by the way, aren't you? Are you not sick of these LGBTQ pedo people? They are the worst. I would rather deal with BLM any day than these crazy people. That's what they are. They're crazy, insane, out of touch, godless, no self-respect having 
losers. Anyway, this radical LGBTQ loser has filed a lawsuit against Ron DeSantis. Do you want to know why? Demanding that picture porn books are allowed in elementary school libraries. A group of far-left progressives have launched a legal challenge against four school districts in Florida for their adherence to the parental rights in education legislation recently signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis. Orange County Public Schools, Duval County Public Schools, Indian River County Public Schools, this is all for you Floridians out there who want to let these losers have a piece of your mind and what you think, and Palm Beach Public Schools, again, Duval County, Orange County, Indian River County, and Palm Beach County are named in the lawsuit. The legislation prohibits educators from having conversations with children in K through three classes involving sexual orientation or gender identity without express parental permission. Now, this seems like a completely normal idea to the majority of the general public out there who doesn't think that having sex with children is okay. But naturally, the far left progressives who control the Democratic Party today believe that the right of a public school educator and the employees of that school is valid to sexualize your children behind your back, and they think that's perfectly fine. And now a woman is leading the charge against the removal of filthy pornographic novels in Florida schools, and her name is Jen Cousins, and I'll bet she even has sex with her cousins. These people have no morals. Who, before castigating public officials for removing tomes that include abhorrent text and graphic pictorial representations of sometimes pedophile sex acts, she was leader of the Mask Up OCPS group in Orange County, Florida, that demanded students and employees of said schools remain in permanent state of mask wearing and forced vaccinations of public employees. According to the lawsuit, which is being handled by the SPLC and the Lambda Legal Center, the parental rights in education law, which Democrats have deemed the don't say gay bill, was enacted to shame and silence LGBTQ students and families. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, how many times do we have to say this? There are so few radical weirdos out there that nobody cares what they have to say. Period. Do you care what a pedophile has to say? If a pedophile is trying to talk to you about why they want to have sex with children, would you really give a crap what they had to say? Or would you not entertain that conversation and move on? Same here. Nobody cares what the LGBTQP community has to say about how society should be. You're confused and you have no idea what you're doing in life. You don't even have any idea of who you are. And as a matter of fact, you cannot even define in real definition what a woman is. So again, nobody cares what you have to say. Anyway, I see this blowing up in their face just like everything else that does when they try to push, the, push America this far. Let me see if I got this woman here. Hold on. I think I have, I think there's a YouTube video of this crazy woman. Hold on. This is, a, uh, this is an ad here. I just saw this, so I didn't have time to actually get this. But I think I have a, 
I think this is her right here. Hold on. I think that's her. Let's uh, let's pull this up here. Put this on the screen. Check this out. Let's see if, what's happening here. For themselves. They're not alone. They're not the only people that feel this way. My 12-year-old is non-binary. They had gone to a voter registration event with me. We're just driving home and all of a sudden out of the blue, they were like, sometimes I feel like a girl and sometimes I feel like a boy. And can you please stop calling me your daughter all the time or calling me she all the time? And I was like- And that's where as a parent you say, uh, no, shut your mouth and know your gender. I mean, you say it in a better way than that. But I mean, are you serious here? Oh, oh no. My daughter doesn't think she's a daughter. Whatever will I do? Like, okay. I read Genderqueer not long after that. Genderqueer, oh, a memoir, graphic novel, Genderqueer. Genderqueer, a memoir is my debut book. It is a story about my own life, about coming out as queer and non-binary. Oh, and riveting. about being a adult non-binary role model when that's something I really lacked when I was a child. It was a big deal for us. Just super emotional blown away by how incredible this book is i gave it it was a big deal for us and this is a story about how i just came out of the closet as a non-binary and non-gender and fluid this and fluid that and uh it's just so great and this is my book and i just can't wait to pass it on to a bunch of kids whose brains aren't developed until they're at least 18 years of age and if you're talking about a woman but if you're talking about a man our, our brains aren't developed until like you know 35 years of age and this is just so cool and so great and I can't wait to have sex with children and tell children about how to stick things in holes. That uh, This is a problem in society. And if you cannot call this a problem in society and you say, well, this is just their life. Let them live it. Okay, that's fine. Go live your life. Stop putting out videos so that you can indoctrinate children about it and, and, and actually make sure it's okay. And for all you parents out there who allow this crap to happen, you're just as guilty. You are just, you are every bit of guilty, actually, in allowing this crap to happen. Let's continue to listen to Jen Cousins about how inclusive they are, well, at least when it comes to everybody but God. To Safi to read, absolutely loved it. It was a huge comfort to them because it helped them understand that they're not alone, they're not the only people that feel this way. About two weeks later, we were waiting outside of our school board building to be let in for a meeting, and a mom for liberty marched up to the front of the line with copy of genderqueer in her hand. The debate over a book some are calling explicit is being pulled from library shelves across the country. Parents claim they contain unsuitable content for students. The school board freaks out. They did not read the book, only listened to a couple of out of context sentences. Hey Jen, maybe you should move to California. Just an idea. Because I hear that Gavin Newsom is all about that kind of loserish way of thinking. Why don't you move out there? Move out to California. Florida ain't having any of it, but that's the book that they want back in there. Gender queer. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I think we should call Robin Voss, right? We forgot to call Robin Voss yesterday. Let's call that loser. I'm on a roll today. Oh, Jeremy's not a Christian. He judges. No, 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 no. There's a difference between judging and call judging and calling people what they are. I have no right to judge. I can call you what you are all day long. I can call you what you are all day long. Let's call this again, shall we? Uh, 608-266-9171. Let's give them a call again, huh? I know you can't hear this very well, but...
you've reached the office of State Representative Robin Voss. Normal office hours are Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're receiving this message, we are either on the phone or away from our desks at this time. If you'd like to leave a message, please do so by leaving your name, address, telephone number, and a brief explanation for your call. We'll be happy to get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. Hello, yes, this is Jeremy Harrell from Live from America with Real America's Voice News calling once again to speak with uh, Representative Robin Voss about the, uh, the election um, investigations that are going on there in Wisconsin. Uh, this is my third time reaching out uh, with nobody to respond back. Um, so again, this is Jeremy Harrell. You can respond back at email jeremy at jeremy harrell, and that is H-E-R-R-E-L-L, Jeremy, jeremyharrell.com, uh, in which we can maybe schedule a time uh, to have a phone call or even a, a guest appearance on the show with Mr. Robin Voss. Appreciate that. Hopefully we don't have to keep playing phone tag and keep calling uh, to talk to an elected representative of the people, uh, but we will. So thank you very much for your time. Please get back to us at your convenience. Have a blessed day. Ladies and gentlemen, ring it up. You know the number. I just gave you the number. It is, again, 608-266-9171. Light them up, folks. Light them up and share the video. Light them up and share the video. All right, here we go. Yesterday, we saw a cackling jackal, Kamala Harris, another... Just ignorant, illiterate, illegitimate. I mean, how many I words can we use, right? Ignorant, illiterate, illegitimate, idiot. Can use a whole bunch of words to describe these people who are illegitimately occupying our nation's capital. But yesterday we saw that cackling jackal completely masked up in the middle of summer in 2022. Which lets you know what they're getting ready to do again, right? Okay. Well, that's absurd. And here's another absurdity, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Gain-of-Function Ratface Fauci actually telling you, the world, and, hope, and hoping that you believe it, but actually telling you, the world, that he, uh, he did not call for lockdowns. It was not him who called for school lockdowns. And uh, uh, he doesn't believe that we should have had school lockdowns because he knows how dangerous they are. That's what Tony Fauci said. Talk about liar. Listen. <clears throat> were um, authorities that made different decisions than the CDC's recommendations, for example, on school closures, and they did not see higher levels of child mortality when it comes to COVID. And meanwhile, the schools that did close down were now seeing just disastrous levels of learning loss among poor children, children of color, mental health crisis. I wonder if you would recommend locking down schools if you had to do it all over again. Well, you know, again, it's uh, first of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. You, you, you're uh, asking me questions. What? You're talking about. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up the lie truck for a minute, huh? I what did, did I just hear that right? Did you hear that right? Is it my ears? Is it me? Thank God for the Internet, ladies and gentlemen. Thank God for the Internet that it never forgets. But I seem to remember Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci, the two main culprits for calling for business lockdowns, city lockdowns, and yes, school lockdowns. 
But Tony the Ratface Fauci literally wants people to believe as he's going to ride off into the sunset that he did not call for school lockdowns. Let's go back to that again. Schools, if you had to do it all over again. Well, you know, again, it's uh, first of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. You're, <laughs> you're asking the questions. You're talking about the CDC is the public health agency mm-hmm. that uses their epidemiologists and their science-based approach to make recommendations. Clearly, whenever you close schools, there are collateral effects that are negative. I have always been well aware of that. And I have always felt, and you go back and look at my statements, that we need to do everything we can to keep the schools open what? and safe. What? And by safe means... Eli, get me the rat. If you need Eli, to wear can you give masks me the rat? in that, wear masks. He's up on the shelf. Get better ventilation. Surround the children with people who are vaccinated if a vaccine is available to help protect the children. Rat. Rat face Fauci. He literally said, I didn't call for the school lockdowns and we need to do everything we can to keep schools open. We might not have the rat. The rat might have went into a hole somewhere. They can't find the rat. Maybe the rat has literally left and went to the same place the 32 incumbent Democrats have went to. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. Tony the rat face Fauci, all masked up. Master Splinter right there himself. Right there. Teaching Michelangelo, Michelangelo Bernovich how to use nunchucks. Tony the scumbag rat face Fauci. I mean, I could not believe that I heard that. I could not believe that I heard that. Do you want to know why he's starting to say that? I'll tell you why. Because he knows what's happening in November. He knows who's going to be in charge of investigations. He knows who's going to be coming after him like flies on manure. (coughs) Rand Paul and others. Ted Cruz (coughs) and others. Senator Johnson (coughs) and others. Oh, they're coming at you hard, sir. Ma'am, whatever you want to be called. I don't know what your gender is. Either way, for Tony Fauci coming out and saying he never called for schools to be locked down, and says that we should not lock schools down, no matter what. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. I could not believe my ears when I heard that, but then I realized very quickly why he's saying it. He's trying. He is trying his darndest to spread the seeds of innocence before we come down on him. Like the judgment of Almighty God. And oh, are we going to come down on them? Him, Dr. Burks, all of them, you cannot run away from what you did to this nation. Amen? I could not believe it. Again, folks, this show is not going to be filled with a bunch of great news today, as you call great news, great news. This show is going to be filled with what we have to do to strap on that armor of God, get into dark MAGA mode, and get ready for war. They're coming at you. Are you going to let them continue to come at us or are we going to put them back on their heels again? We had them on their heels for months and now they're pushing back harder. This is what battle is. Back and forth. Back and forth. It is time to put your foot on the throat of this democratic establishment and literally crush the breath out of their lungs. Metaphorically speaking, I might add, for all those out there who uh, think you're going to get me caught up, (laughs) I don't think so. Now, speaking of pandemics, I told you it was coming, folks. 
I told you it was coming, and let me again say it again. Illegitimate. 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 You did not win. You are not the president. If you are, prove it to us. Show us the receipts. You can't, but illegitimate. Joey Applesauce, Biden regime, readies to declare a public health emergency due to monkeypox. HHS secretary says the concern level right now for monkeypox is 10 out of 10. Now, you saw the dominoes of this, right? We called this 10 days ago. We called this before the WHO even declared it an international pandemic, even though the only way you can get it is gay sex. We know that. As long as you're not out there having gay anal sex, you should be good. I don't need a vaccine for that. I don't need a vaccine or a health department telling me not to have gay anal sex. But apparently, they're going to call it a pandemic. Monkeypox cases continue to rise in the United States, totaling near 3,500 to date. Oh, no. This might be God's way of, uh, this might be a God's way of uh, telling you not to do some certain things. The Biden regime is readying to follow in the footsteps of the WHO and declare a public health emergency due to the ongoing outbreak of shingles-like disease called monkeypox. Pretty soon they're going to change the name of that as well. And they're going to say that it's airborne like everything else. They're going to try to shut you down, folks, using coronavirus and climate and monkeypox just in case one of those pieces of crap don't hit the wall that they're throwing through the fan. A declaration could come from Biden as soon as the end of this week. All that's holding things up is finding the right individuals to lead the charge. According to the administration, sources who spoke with Communist News Network... The White House is actively searching for a coordinator to lead the National Monkeypox Task Force. Well, hey, how about Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg? He knows a lot about gay anal sex, doesn't he? Pretty, I'm pretty sure the only thing he knows about transportation is he's been rear-ended a few times. <laughs> no pun intended. But it seems to me that Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg would be better off if he was pulled away from secretary, transportation of secretary, where, like I said, he's only been rear-ended a few times. It's the only thing he knows about transportation. And they would probably better be suited with his, you know, knowledge of gay sex and put him in the monkeypox business, right? Salesman for monkeypox vaccines. Clearly not a salesman for Geico. He's been rear-ended too many times. <laughs> Oh, I better slow down. There are youngsters watching, and hopefully they uh, were not in the room when I said that. Anyway, as for now, it is unclear who's going to be considered for the job, but you should go. Everybody today, here's your homework besides calling Robin Voss. You ready? Everybody today, go to Pete Buttigieg's social media page and go to the White House social media page and tell them that Pete Buttigieg clearly has the most knowledge in this field And if you want to put knowledgeable people in fields where they can make the biggest difference, you should put Pete Buttigieg there and take him away from being the transportation secretary. Um, (laughs) The concern level, Javier Bashera says, is a 10 out of 10. Wow, not in my home. (laughs) In my home, we will serve the Lord. Um, But clearly, it's a 10 out of 10, he says. 
He claims as he advocates for Biden to declare the emergency and pushed monkeypox vaccination to the masses. According to Javier Becerra, over 300,000 doses of monkeypox vaccine have already been administered so far in the U.S. Well, that's weird. So that means you're vaccinating people against monkeypox? 300,000 doses when only 3,500 cases have been confirmed? So that means, let's see, 296,500 people took the monkeypox vaccine who haven't even confirmed case, have confirmed cases of the monkeypox. Huh, that's weird. That's weird. But he says we should absolutely be concerned 100% because we have not had monkeypox the way we have seen it now said the bent over. <laughs> we don't want to become, we don't want it to become part of life. No, I don't either. I, for one, am speaking up and saying, I do not want monkeypox to become part of my life. Because if that's the case, then me and my wife have a illegitimate marriage, much like the Biden administration has an illegitimate leadership role. Anyway, folks, get ready because gay sex is going to come knocking at your door any day. Will you answer? That's the question. I'm not losing sleep over the next pandemic. No, me neither. <laughs> Sorry, I'm cracking myself up today. Anyway, rear-ended. Um, <laughs> let's continue our journey through Stupidville for a minute because this is actually good news, even though you're going to say, why are we reporting on this? Jeremy, why are you reporting on this? Corey Bush. Nobody wants to hear Corey Bush talk. Well, the reason why we're reporting on Representative Cori Bush and what she thinks about Joe Biden is exactly that, what she thinks about Joe Biden. And if you've got Democrats who literally cried when Joe Biden, quote, won the presidency, if you have Democrats who were out there before Joe Biden stole the election and was saying, we need Joe Biden, oh, we need him, we need Joe Biden, we need him in the White House, we need to get rid of that orange man, oh, we need to get rid of the mean tweets, Joe Biden is our savior, just like Obama was. But now they're saying, well, I don't know if I want Joe Biden anymore. If the Democrats are doing that, who cried to get him elected, imagine what the independents of the country are out there doing right now. I don't know, maybe signing up to be Republican. Check this out. Do you want to see Joe Biden run for a second term? Yeah, I, you know. Uh, that's an easy question. It's not going to take long. Do you want to see Joe I, Biden I don't want to answer that question because we have not. That's not. I don't want to answer that question. Um, I mean, he's he has the right to to run for a second term. Absolutely. But, but I don't want to. I don't. I don't want. I'd rather you do that. You got like two minutes to get in the car. Yeah, I know. I got to get to the. Well, thanks very much. Oh, okay. Hold on. I want you. Let's go back. Replay this. Hold on, though. Replay this. And I want to go back to where he asked the question and the, uh, the, uh, the aide says, we got to go. <laughs> Immediately. Check this out. Do you want to see Joe Biden run for a second term? She's got to go. She's yeah, got to go. I, you know, that, that's an easy question. That's not going to take long. Do you want to see Joe I, Biden I, I don't run? want to answer that question because we have not. That's not. Yeah, I don't want to answer that question. Okay. Um, I mean, he's the president. And he has the right to, to run for a second term. Absolutely. But, right but, but I don't want to. I don't, I don't want. I'd rather you not do that. Yeah, no, I got to get to the, well, thanks very much. The other I gotta, I gotta get to this thing. I gotta save this. Uh, I gotta save this fire from this baby. I gotta, I got a thing I gotta get to right now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. Uh, representative Corey Bush, usually outspoken, running her gums, bumping her gums about things. She has no idea about making zero sense. Much like when you listen to the cackling jackal Kamala Harris, um, 
But boy, she doesn't want to put her uh, she doesn't want to put her hat in the game for Joe Biden. Why? Because his poll numbers are in the teens. America hates him. But here's the worst part, folks. It isn't only America hates Joe Biden. Joe Biden has successfully united this country around the Democrat policies of the future. Meaning that he has exposed through his illiteracy, through his true international pressure. And if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. See, Obama was good at it. Obama could hide the agenda through his charisma, even though after a while we saw through that real quick. Biden can't. He has no charisma. Couldn't even spell it, even if he was reading it off the teleprompter. Even if he was reading it off the teleprompter, he could not spell charisma. So he has exposed the Democrats' uh, radical plans for the future, and the country wants nothing to do with it. And when you see Cory Bush, who cried to get him elected, saying, I'm not going to answer that question, imagine what the rest of the country is doing right now. That equals red wave, red tsunami. And it's coming, folks. It is coming. Oh, but don't worry, folks. Don't worry. There are people in the regime who still stand side by side with the radical ideas and who still stand with Joe Biden. And you got Joe Biden's cybersecurity czar says that systematic racism is the major threat, is the single major threat to the United States right now. And the United States is intrinsically, intrinsically, excuse me, a racist society. And the two biggest threats to America are climate change and racism. Yeah, that's what she said. Do we have a picture of this uh, worthless? Got a picture of her somewhere. There she is right there. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, here she is. This is the girl right here. Look at this face. (laughs) If ignorance had a face, that's what it would look like. If ignorance... And uh, crying to the sky had a face. That's what it would look like. What a clown. What an absolute clown. And she is the cybersecurity czar. She says that racism and climate change are the two biggest threats. Not China, who, by the way, are creating a new currency merged with Russia. No, no, no. It's not China and Russia. Climate change and racism. It's not China, who is actually setting up for international war games in Russia, with Russia, in a combined partnership in training on what would happen if there was a nuclear blast and you have all that going on while, while New York is trying to get people to prepare for a nuclear blast. And you have a top general in the military saying the United States preparedness level for a nuclear attack or for any kind of bioweapon attack. We're not prepared for it. Scared yet? That's why I told you, create your independence right now from the federal government. In any way possible, you can. Create your independence. That means your food as much as you can, your energy as much as you can, because it's coming down the pipeline, folks, and we're going to have to fight, and we're going to have to fight hard. I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm saying that, excuse me, I'm not saying that to to scare you. I'm saying that to prepare you. I'm not saying it to scare. I'm saying it to prepare. And speaking of preparedness, folks, you need to be prepared with health as well. Field of Greens, 
one of our sponsors here on Live from America. Seven, uh, all seven vegetables that you need and all six fruits, fruits that you need all in one scoop. All organic, all real, all the superfoods you need. Keep yourself healthy just like we did in America when farms ruled the world. When small businesses ruled the world with small farming and people on the farm ate their greens, ate their vegetables every single day, they were healthy. Cancer is an epidemic because of the fact of how we eat, what we consume, and none of us are consuming. Let's face it. You're not, I'm not, most of us are not consuming the amount of vegetables and fruits that we need. So go to fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA if you buy anything. Try it out. Take the challenge. Get the physical like I'm going to do. Go through 30 days. Get another physical. If it works, then you know it's for you. Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens. Check them out now. Again, fieldofgreens.com. Promo code LFA. And you know what? Big shout out to these sponsors. A lot of people don't like it. I get it. A lot of people are saying, I don't like when you do sponsors and you don't like you do commercials. Number one, they're helping fund us. Number two, they're not afraid to support us. You've got all these advertisers at the drop of a dime if a Democrat says, you need to not, you need to not promote Sean Hannity or you need to not promote Tucker Carlson or blah, 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 and they run for the hills because they're afraid of cancel culture. The people that sponsor this show are like, get it out there. We love what you're doing. That's why we should help them out. That's why. All right? Yes, it's expensive. It's $50. It's $50 for one of these. But it does last a whole month. And if you can give yourself all the vegetables and fruits you need for the whole month, it's right there. And by the way, folks, I'm going to be giving randomly. I'm going to be giving some of this away. I'm going to be getting product from them for free to give away so you guys can try it. Don't want you to, uh, to, to, to uh, buy a product that you can't try. All right? All right, folks, moving on. Uh, an Obama-appointed judge. I told you it's not a lot of good news today, but it's news you need to know. An Obama-appointed judge. If you live in the state of Indiana, this affects you has ruled that Indiana must allow transgender student back on the girls' softball team. And I'm getting this one from the Gateway Pundit. Big shout-out to Jim and Joe Hoft. Big shout-out to Jim and Joe Hoft. Before we do this, folks, actually, let's have some good news. Let's sing happy birthday, shall we? It was Terry, right? Happy birthday to Terry. Was that who it was? Terry? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Terry. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Terry. I'm sorry I forgot to do that earlier. Sorry I forgot to do that earlier. But let's get on to this. If you live in Indiana, here we go. An Obama-appointed judge has ruled that an Indiana school must allow transgender students back on the girls' softball team at school. Judge Jane Magnus Stinson temporarily blocked Indianapolis Public School, IPS, from enforcing the state law requiring students to play on the team that matches their biological sex. This will backfire in their face as well. The student, a 10-year-old, identified in the lawsuit only as A.M., had been removed from the team when the law went into effect earlier this month. The family reportedly began referring to the biological male child as a girl, when they were just three years old, that child is going to be messed up for life. Messed up for life. U.S. District Judge Jane Magnus Stinson issued the preliminary injunction finding that Indiana's House Bill 1041, which went into effect July 1st, likely violates Title IX and the Supreme Court's ruling in Bostick versus Clayton County, 
which held that discriminating against an individual for being transgender con constitutes sex discrimination. Not when it comes to competing against people that don't have a fair shake. Yes, you cannot discriminate against somebody who identifies as something else, but you can keep them off uh, fields where people compete because it's not a level playing field. The Democrats are always talking about level playing fields. They're always talking about equality and equity. Well, where is the equity and the equality for women and girls who are out there busting their butts just to have some guy come in and destroy records and deprive them of their rights, deprive them of their achievements, deprive them of their goals? So I don't think this will win. They're comparing apples and oranges here. They're saying it violates a law that has nothing to do with what they're talking about. So ladies and gentlemen, let's just keep our eye on that. But it does affect you if you live in the state of Indiana. Barb said, how long does the jar last? 30 days. I believe it's a 30-day. One jar is 30 days, just so you know, okay? My home is already booked for Jeremy's vacation in October. Let's raise some spending money. Thank you, Roxanne. You know, the people are kind enough, but I really do appreciate you and your... Uh, and your um, donation of, of your house. We're just ecstatic. All right, folks, we've got just a few uh, stories left. None of them are bad news. We're going to end out on a high note, okay? So here we go. Uh, yesterday, on Twitter and around social media, hashtag Sue the View. Sue the View went viral. Why? Because TPUSA actually had to send a cease and desist letter to the uh, to uh, the uh, the view and uh, the the the, uh, the TV network that airs the view uh, because uh, the view is discri uh, not not discriminating but uh, defamation. Yesterday, the view and Whoopi Goldberg smeared and lied about TPUSA. This was this was their statement regarding an incident where supposed Nazis showed up outside the Student Action Summit. Now, if you did not see this. Yes, there was protesters out there the entire day. I want to give a big shout out to Anna Perez, Ben Berkwam, and everybody else who was out there getting footage. I got all the footage. I loved it. But there was a group that showed up with Nazi flags pretending to be conservatives. We all know that there's not a single conservative out there who walks around with Nazi flags. But I want to show you the video in which caused TPS, TPUSA to send its cease and desist letter, and now Sue the View is trending. And, oh, okay, so you have to read this thing. Oh. I've got a legal note. Hold on. Sonny normally does this, but you I know, yes. I know. Yes. This is our knockoff lawyer. Oh, yeah. The conservative group Turning Point USA has condemned the group of neo-Nazis and said they have nothing to do with the organization. Yeah, but where was DeSantis is what I want to know. But you let them in. President, open your you let them in and you knew what they were. Right. So you are complicit. We'll be right back. Uh... They let them in because they bought tickets. They didn't know what they were until they were, they were fly, flying flags. And then they disavowed it. So they're lying. They're lying to millions of people who watch their garbage show. Trash bag uh, Whoopi Goldberg, you know, you know. Well, what did you know, Whoopi? What do you know? Not a darn thing. That's why you're a co-host of The View, you loser. Way to go, clown show. Sue The View. Go after him, Charlie Kirk. Get him. Matter, matter of fact, Charlie is on RAV right now. So as soon as this show's over, you can go over and watch Charlie Kirk as well. Do you remember now, I want to bring something else to, to light too. Uh, and a big shout out to OAN, who, by the way, is getting canceled left and right. The war on OAN just does not stop. But a big shout out to OAN for reporting this because while Vladimir Zelensky of Ukraine 
is doing Vogue interviews and Vogue shoots in the middle of some kind of crazy war, showing billions of dollars of U.S. dollars on the table. Why they would show that, I don't know. They have also put Rand Paul on a propaganda blacklist. That's right. Vladimir Zelensky of Ukraine has put Rand Paul on a propaganda and a blacklist. And I think this is just like the stripes of getting banned from Facebook. Congratulations, Rand Paul. Biden's attempt to form a disinformation governance board. Well, Ukraine has just illustrated why that sort of thing is a terrible idea. The Eastern European nation and dumping ground for tens of billions of American taxpayers' dollars created a center for countering disinformation last year under Zelensky in order to, quote, combat destructive disinformation. Now, earlier this month, it published a sort of blacklist of politicians, academics, and activists from around the world who are, quote, promoting Russian propaganda. Included on the list are Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky because he opposes writing blank checks to Ukraine with no control over how the money is spent. And also American military strategist Edward Lutwak made the list despite support for continued arms shipments to Ukraine. He's even So you see they blacklisted Rand Paul and they put him on a propaganda list because they said that he promotes Russian propaganda. Do you want to know what they call Russian propaganda? Questioning sending money to Ukraine. We should not be sending money to Ukraine when we know that it is one of the worst countries in the world when it comes to corruption. That's why they put Rand Paul on that list. And other conservatives are going on that list too that speak out about Ukraine. Now do you have any doubt in your mind that Ukraine is nothing but a breeding ground for American policy and American, uh, Amer excuse me, American corrupt politicians and their policies? Now do you think Russia is the bad guy? Big shout out to Rand Paul and big shout out to all the other politicians out there who are actually calling Ukraine what they are. Nothing but liars. This entire Ukraine thing. You know what I say? Go Russia. That's what I say. Go Russia. Wipe them off the map. Whatever at this point. I am so, and I'm not talking about the innocent civilians. Russia has not even targeted innocent civilians. But you know who has? The Azov Battalion working for Vladimir Zelensky. At this point, crush them, Vladimir, uh, uh, Putin. Crush them. I am so sick and tired of Ukraine and all the bull crap that's going on there, and everybody's gushing, oh, I support Ukraine. <gasps> I support Ukraine. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a Russian flag right under my American flag because there's about six people on my street with Ukraine flags up. Hit that rumble button if you agree. If you don't, then you don't have to watch the show. I don't care. I got good news to end the show, ladies and gentlemen. Glenn Youngkin is doing something that only President Donald J. Trump has done in recent history. Glenn Youngkin has donated the second quarter of his salary as governor of the great state of Virginia to veterans groups. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is a man. You may not like Glenn Youngkin for a number of reasons. But when you take your money and you donate it to people like veterans, that to me, your stock goes up to here in my book. Amen? Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin donated his second quarter salary, which is $43,750, to a veterans group called the Veterans Services Foundation yesterday. About a year ago, Glenn Youngkin said, we made a pledge together, and our pledge was to indeed to donate our salary and to donate our salary to organizations that embody the character and the values, that shared values to the Commonwealth of Virginia. Now, I know Glenn Youngkin's got money. I get that. But you know what greedy people do when they get money? They keep the money. 
Greedy people want more money. People like George Soros, people like Klaus Schwab, they want more money. They don't give their money away, okay? But the people that, that, that did make a, a good living and that do work for the people and call themselves public servants rather than politicians and they give their money away, they're doing it for the right reasons. Big shout out to Glenn Youngkin. I think that was an incredible move to do to give it to Veterans Group. And I think it's even better that he's giving away every bit of his salary. And for that, we're going to go ahead and give it to him today. <clears throat> Party Award of the Day goes to Glenn Youngkin, governor of Virginia, for donating to our veterans. Donating, period. Donating, period. Speaking of donations, thank you all very much for your Rumble rants today. Thank all of you who donate monthly on JeremyHerald.com. This company could not exist without both of those platforms for donations, and including the people who send checks. We would not survive without you. Having said that, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you're a child and a soldier of God and no weapon. And I mean this with all sincerity. No weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Ladies and gentlemen, visit JeremyHerald.com for everything else. I love you. God bless you. And I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Until then, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And keep spreading that gospel. God bless. See you later.